0: Welcome to the latest episode of Professional Builders Podcast, I'm your host and Professional Builder Editor, Lee Jones. There's now more ways than ever to access all the latest industry news, products and innovations in Professional Builder Magazine. You can pick up a copy of the October issue at your local Builders Merchant Trade counter, or access a digital edition at www.probuildermag.co.uk, where you can also sign up to receive every edition via email pumps are currently enjoying a higher profile than ever before, with government plans for the technology making headlines. With renewable sources of energy set to occupy an increasing slice of the heating sector in the years to come, we talk to Grant UK Technical Design Manager about their potential and how tradespeople can capitalise on an increase in installations. First, here's what tradespeople have to say about heat
1: pumps. I'm Chris from Somerset Renewables.
0: Are you noticing a big increase in the kind of work know? Certainly
1: at the moment, just obviously it's heating season, so yeah. we're getting a lot more at the moment. We've been doing a lot of solar PV lately just because yeah. it's absolutely booming, yeah. but um, with the heat pumps, yeah, the air source has grown, ground source has pretty much died, yeah. so it's just a lot of air source. Yeah. You can get into it fairly easily, it's one of those, because we have been in it so long, it's easy for me to keep the renewal up, but getting into it originally is quite a lot of work yeah. getting into it. It was all quite daunting, knowing what you've got to do and everything else, learning all the... Little bits and bobs it takes a long time. But once you get going, it's easy to keep going.
0: But it's definitely a good thing to add to what you do as a, a service to add to your business yeah, yeah. business opportunity.
1: Yes, yeah, so all we do is heat pumps and solar, that's all we do. Yeah. So just, just pump some of
0: If you've got a view on heat pumps or any other building industry issue for that matter, then talk to us. Just get your phone, open up voice memo, and say what you think. Afterwards send it to pb at hamerville.co.uk. We want to hear from you, the nation's tradespeople, about what matters to the boots on the ground. Despite the government's recent revisions to its net zero commitments, the heat pump market is still a hot topic. Grant UK Technical Design Manager Stuart McWinney explains why the prospects for the technology are still very promising
1: indeed. Despite the Prime Minister's recent announcement on the government changes to its net zero pledges, it's really never been better. So let me explain a bit. It's still a government policy to ensure that the UK heads towards a net zero emissions target by 2050. That hasn't changed. And this transition by its nature will lead to opportunities in the renewables market. The government is still committed to a policy called the future homes standard in England from 2025 to ensure new homes are built with low carbon technology. And one of those low carbon technologies that fits the bill is air source heat pumps and heat pumps in general. So let's take the home heating sector. At present, emissions from buildings, and sorry, I'm going to use some figures here, make up 20% of the UK total, of which 78% of this figure is down to home heating appliances. So the government has set out some ambitious plans on the route to net zero, And one of those is the phasing out of new and replacement fossil fuel boilers, so heat pumps have a key major role to play in decarbonising home heating. Now, in 2021, approximately 55,000 heat pump installations were achieved, but it is the target by 2028 to set at 600,000 installations, which would make the UK one of the largest markets in Europe by the end of the decade for heat pump installations. So, Achieving net zero is one area where heat pump potential exists. So putting into context, heat pumps reduced emissions by 70% compared with a conventional gas boiler. Now, another area of potential growth is the UK's home building programme. So in 2021 period, 230,000 homes were supplied, of which 200,000 of those were new builds. However, the target is 300,000 new builds a year in England alone by the mid-2020s. So coupled with the fact that these homes will be highly insulated in accordance with the building standard regulations, the idle heating solution will be a renewable technology such as a heat pump. And as already mentioned, the government is still committed to the future home standard in England, where these new builds from 2025 will have to have some form of low-carbon technology for heating.
0: So for those not too familiar with the
1: technology already, can you explain how they work? The whole principle of a heat pump's operation is built on the vapour compression cycle. And theoretically, this is a way of obtaining or taking latent heat that's contained within the air around us and turning it into useful energy. Now, this type of technology has been around for an awful long time, but it's Obviously, it's been improved. um, Refrigerants improve over the years. But basically what it is, is we're taking latent heat from the air contained around us and we're turning it into useful heat. So how do we do this? Well, we have to have a basic principle of taking from heat from hot to cold. In the case of an air source heat pump, the latent heat that's contained within the air is actually taken out by a refrigerant. In our case, with our heat pumps, it's refrigerant 32, R32. And what the, one of the things that R32 is good at is it's boiling at low temperature. And we drive that refrigerant round a circuit. So... For instance, we've all seen an air source heat pump and we've got a big fan there that is drawing air through a a matrix, we call it. And inside that matrix is the refrigerant. It's being pumped around the whole circuit by the compressor, which is an internal part of the heat pump. Now, as I've would mentioned, refrigerant 32, R32, boils at a very low temperature. So as it comes in contact with the air that's being blown across the matrix, the refrigerant starts to boil and as it starts to boil, it starts to turn into a vapor and eventually all that vapor will turn into what we know as a gas. Now, by this time, the refrigerant has reached the compressor. So we now compress it to high temperature and high pressure and we push it the other side of the compressor where we now involve a plate heat exchanger that takes that heat away and turns it into useful heat in your central heating system. The refrigerant then turns back into a liquid when you've taken that heat away, and the whole process starts again. Good,
0: good, good stuff. So there is, I think it would be fair to say, a perception that they are expensive to install. Could you tell us about some of the help that's available to homeowners?
1: Okay. Well, we've already discussed that, you know, as we head to the net zero economy, our attitudes will have to change when it comes to heating our homes. And to aid this process, there have been a number of incentives over the years to encourage people to invest in this type of technology and to aid with the cost of the installation. Now, presently in England and Wales, there is a financial incentive, and it's just been increased with the recent changes to the Prime Minister's uh, net zero policy. And this has increased to £7,500 for an air source heat pump installation. And this has been made available through a scheme called the boiler upgrade scheme. Now, a lot of people may have heard of it. Um, In England, that is the boiler upgrade scheme in England and Wales. In Scotland, it may be possible to to obtain an interest-free loan grant of up to £6,000, but obviously that may change. Now, the bus scheme supports the decarbonisation of heat in our homes and provides a capital grant to the homeowner. And I have to stress this is to the homeowner. Now, these incentives have been strict, have strict criteria prior to application for the funds. For instance, the property must have a current EPC with no outstanding recommendations of wall or loft insulation. And the company who installs the air source heat pump must be MCS registered. And I'll come to MCS in a minute. If the property is a new build, then it has to be shown that the build was financed by the homeowner and not the developer i.e. it has to be a self-build. And the grant is also not available for hybrid installations uh, in, the, in that area too. So if you're thinking about going down the bus route, it's more sort of pl- it's more aimed at the consumer, the, the end user that would have it in their home. But if you are thinking of going down the bus route, then I advise that you visit the uh, Offgem website, www.ofgem.gov.uk, where the full eligibility details are available. Now, there are other schemes open to local authorities and housing associations, but it's probably not really for today. But I would just like to add that until the 31st of March 2027, there is zero zero VAT on energy saving appliances such as heat pump installations. And at present, there is an estimated cost of installing a system between 3000 and 8000 pounds.
0: Clearly, there's a, there's a big business opportunity here for tradespeople. But what would they have to do to become certified and competent in installing heat pumps? You have already mentioned MCS there, for instance.
1: Yeah, yeah. the the, the, the big The big byword there is competency in installing heat pumps, and MCS is the is is the scheme of registration micro regeneration scheme that allows you to become competent and prove your competency in installing heat pumps. Now, it's always worth considering undertaking specific product training from the manufacturer, and there are always professional courses out there that can, can achieve competent status with a certification body. Now, via your certification body, you can also undertake the MCS registration, which is an important step to take. Now, MCS it is an industry-led quality assurance scheme. And being registered with MCS demonstrates to your customers that you can install and design to the industry expected level of quality expected. So it's an area that competency is, is, is important to gain. But the first step on that journey would be if you went to a your manufacturer like Grant Engineering and you did a specific heat pump course, you'd then be able to then ask questions about the professional courses that are available um, we do we do actually run a professional course in, in that area and then gain competency through a certification body that leads to MCS registration.
0: You mentioned the training there. Can you give us uh, a bit more detail on what training and support Grant does offer installers?
1: Well, Grant UK run an excellent state-of-the-art training centre at our UK headquarters in Swindon. And this allows us to offer excellent range of product and professional courses to the heating sector. Heat pump and several other renewable technologies are also available with installation design professional courses. Undertaking these courses can eventually lead to the MCS registration via a certification body, as I've already mentioned. But we also offer off-site training. Now, this can be undertaken at merchant outlets and training colleges. And for those who cannot always attend site, there is always an online portal training called the e-learning academy. We also have sales support engineers in the field who can visit individual project sites and give advice on installation and commissioning. On the specification side, we can offer three heat loss calculations and product specification to the EN standard 12831. And we can also provide underfloor heating schematics and solutions for all renewable products if necessary. Now, our regular customers can also sign up for what we term as the G1 scheme. Now, this is a company-specific scheme tailored for requirements of our needs of our installer base. So the G1 scheme is designed to equip our customers with all the essential knowledge required to fit our products to the highest standards expected.
0: Now it's time for an essential date for your diary with Professional Builders Tool Fair returning to Sandown Park in Surrey in November. This premier industry event features the latest solutions for the trade from the biggest brands. There's exclusive show deals and hands-on demonstrations. Parking is free and you'll get a free t-shirt and a free bacon rum. The next show is at Sandown Park in Surrey on the 2nd and 3rd of November. Now, When they are out in the field um, and they're certified and competent, what would be some of the, the key factors to take into account for a successful heat
1: pump installation? It's always the key to success, the key to heat pump installation is the planning stage of the project. Now, air source heat pumps, in our case, are termed as low temperature heating appliances. So they completely they operate differently to conventional heating systems. Now, the planning stage is a thorough in-depth heat loss calculation carried out to the standard 12831. Now, this calculation is crucial and it considers the fabric makeup of the property. So the walls, the roof, window and floor and the rate at which those elements conduct heat. Now, these are known as the U-value of the materials. Now, ventilation is also an important factor. So the external and internal temperatures that the system will be expected to operate under are also taken into consideration. Now, once that calculation has been carried out and the planning of the pipe runs and the heat emitters can be taken place, and sized accordingly. And specification of correct capacity of the heat pump can be made. Now when we consider the installation of heat pump itself, where it has to be sited is important. Will it meet planning development rights and sound calculations? Well, there are several installation points that must be satisfied, such as power cable sizing, soak away requirements, and for when the unit goes into defrost. Now it may sound daunting, but the right training can considerably easeless. As I've mentioned, Grant UK can help you with many, many stages of the installation, including the necessary training, design, and the backup support. So to recap, if you were taken on a project, you have to consider the property's installation levels, or its installation levels, sorry. The second thing is, find the best location to site the heat pump. And in a case of an air source heat pump, a south face aspect is best. Design the system correctly and assess the heat emitters required. Number five would be install and commission correctly, then carry a comprehensive handover to the end user or customer, and then remember, service the unit annually so that you get the best performance out of the heat pump.
0: Would heat pumps be suitable for retrofitting then into existing properties? What measures would need to be undertaken first?
1: Well, with a retrofit, you're starting at a, at, a, at, a, at a stage where all, all the materials are already there for obvious reasons. Now, it's very important that the heat loss of the property is taken into account in the design stages. So you could find out once you've taken a heat loss calculation of your retrofit property, that you wouldn't have a heat pump that would be suitable to fit the heating needs. Now, you can obviously fit it into a retrofit if you take it from basics and look how you can improve the insulation in that property. So the the base start point is the EPC to see if any, any improvements could be made to the wall insulation or the loft insulation, upgrade the windows. And a deep retrofit can cost a lot of money, but it's not impossible. On the whole, if you had a 1970s house it would take very little to actually upgrade that so that it would be suitable for a heat pump installation. Now, one of the biggest problems for a retrofit is to look at the heating system or the heating side itself. It would have been probably uh, a, a conventional boiler that would be heating the home at present. So when it works on a differential temperature, it would have been much higher. When a low temperature heating source, such as an air source heat pump, is used, the radiators have to be sized accordingly. Now, because the differential temperature is changed and it's at lower, te- it is at a lower temperature, the size of the radiators have to be taken into account. And it would probably be, you'd probably find that in a retrofit building, you could get the insulation standards up fairly well. It'd be suitable for an air source heat pump, but then you have to look at the the way that the system was originally designed, and it may mean that the the emitters, the radiators, of the particular rooms have to be upsized to take into account the lower running temperature of the air source heat pump. Consequently, we call it a primary loop. Um, The primary loop pipework size would have to be inspected to ensure that you could deliver the heat from the heat pump at a sufficient rate to the upsized radiators, taking into account the index circuit. It is in-depth, but with the help of professionals, Grant UK, for instance, you can overcome these obstacles.
0: Can you give us an overview of what's in the Grant heat pump range, then?
1: At present, we have four units in the range. Uh, They range for what we call an HBID 6 right up to a 17. So we've got an HBID 6, we've got a 10, we've got a 13, and we've got a 17. Now, what those units specify is that at a temperature of seven degrees, uh, and this is an external temperature of seven degrees, those units can produce the outputs that are actually stamped on the unit. That is another important factor when you do a heat loss calculation because you have to take into account that the energy produced by a heat pump actually reduces as the outdoor temperature reduces. So it's always important to take a heat loss calculation to account and specify from that point now we do have those four units and we also have a hybrid available which is one of our oil boilers combined with our 17 kilowatt heat pump for these are being projects that are very extremely you know quite difficult to heat uh, and you need that extra to to get it up to the level of comfort that you require now we always improve our products so you know we're always launching new improvements on 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 um, components, and they offer these units offer a sustainable alternative to the traditional fossil fuel heating system. And with their green condensals and efficient operation, they play a major part and role in helping the country achieve its net zero targets. Now, all these units are highly efficient. They carry the latest technology of this type of appliance. For instance, all models are fitted with inverter technology, which effectively controls a scroll compressor speed to suit the demand placed on it. And these units are fitted with weather compensation, which reduces the output dependent on external conditions. And they have comprehensive controls that are quite easy for the customer to navigate.
0: Can you explain the key features and technologies in the Grant UK heat pumps?
1: Yeah, no problem. Our heat pump range are termed as monoblock units. That is to say that the refrigeration circuit is totally self-contained. So it does not require the skills of an F gas registered engineer to set up and commission. The units contain a refrigerant, as I've already mentioned, called R32 as their heat exchange medium. And this, this refrigerant is considered as a balanced refrigerant. It effectively conveys heat, energy efficiency safely and cost effectively. And it also has a low global warming potential compared with traditional refrigerants. The key here is as an ozone depletion potential of zero. So its green credentials are very, very good. Now, the unit range has been designed to achieve a low carbon footprint as well as a physical one, which means that in most cases, the fitting of one satisfies the permitted development rights that you have when you have to consider placing a heat pump in a certain position in a in a garden, for instance. Now, heat pumps are extremely high SCOPs. And now higher the SCOP, the higher the efficiency of the heat pump. And if you want information on all, all our SCOPs, I would recommend that you head over to our website where all the information is available on that sort of side. Now, it is common belief that heat pumps are noisy in operation, but extensive design work has gone into our range to reduce this impact uh, for noise on customers and their neighbours. So much so that our heat pumps have been awarded the internationally recognised quiet mark.
0: That's great. So where can builders find out more information about Grant UK and the range of heat pumps and also the training offering?
1: Well, we have a very, very good website: www.grantuk.uk. All information about our training courses will be contained on there. There is a complete breakdown of all our products that are available, and you'll find all the all the brochures and all the uh, all the all the know-how about our, our technologies, which is, like I say, on our website.
0: Brilliant. Thank you, Stuart. That's that's great. thanks to Stuart McWinney for giving his expert insight into heat pumps if you are thinking of installing renewables or you already have do get in touch we'd love to hear about your experiences in next month's episode we explore the industry view on the ultra low emission zone expansion thank you for listening